0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast, Matt Damon. And we look back on
1: 2015. And we go over our nerd year resolutions. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon, the arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet people Earth, attention it's the invasion of the podcast the whole world is under attack can it survive all right and welcome to invasion the podcast taking over the world one listener at a time uh a lot of good things to get to today. Uh, I am, as always, Paul, Father Time Stebman, and to my left is uh, Joe, Baby New Year Peters.
0: I didn't know it was actually Baby New Year. I think it was Baby New Year. I don't maybe. know. Okay. I know Father Time. I
1: just... Oh, okay. So either way, he has the top hat and the diaper. Yeah. Um, uh, Unbeknownst to him, that's what it was anyway, and then, then I called him Baby New Year, so that was all, you know, it just kiss met. Uh, a lot to talk about. I thought it would be uh, funny just to kind of mention, um, so last week, uh, Christmas Eve, uh yeah. there <laughs> uh cleveland uh browns tight end gary barnage tweeted out that he went ahead and, and bought a showing of star wars at uh 7 seven thirty at crocker park and and joe and i were like we should go check that out so um so we we did kinda and i, I thought that was funny that we went on christmas eve to go over to go check out this free showing of star wars because joe had already seen it three times in one week i'd already seen it twice thought, Well, what's well, one more time? You just got to go see it one more time for right. free. Um, and then when we got over there, there was like five people in line. And it was still two hours before the movie started. Yeah, and, and everything closed down because it was Christmas <laughs> Eve.
0: Like I was like, hey, let's just go over to Yard House and get a drink and chill until we could actually wait in line for like an hour or forty-five minutes. But then I was like, they closed that up and they closed something else up, and I'm like, I can't wait
1: two two and a half hours just <laughs> to wait in line. So just to go see a movie that you'd already yeah. seen three
0: times. Well, I got I got some Christmas shopping done.
1: So. Yeah, and I, and I went home and cooked and, and drank. So that, I feel that was a productive evening. But <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that uh, Gary Barnage, um, not that we ever talk sports on the show because we really don't, um, he recently signed an extension with the Browns. So he's he's getting some bank, but he's also sticking with the city and was just like, I'm going to go right out this theater and just watch this movie, and everybody can come if they want to. I thought that was a cool move. Yeah, I, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so if we hadn't been there two hours before, I would have loved to have done it, but, you know, so this would be the one time that you hear about, like, Joe not going to Star Wars actively.
0: Yeah, I know, right? That's so. was, when we left, I was like, I was like, who would have thought between the two of us I would have totally, like, fallen back on this decision? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we had, a, we had a wonderful evening out, but we didn't go see Star Wars together. So um, we, like, So we have a lot to get to, so let's just jump right in it. <laughs> Everyone, so the news just uh, one, one quick story that we'll get under our best of for stuff is that someone went out and did an approximation of movie budgets not well, not movie budgets. I'm sorry, the actual amount of money that in these various Matt Damon movies, how much it would have cost to have saved him in all these different movie scenarios and adjusted for inflation. It's about 900 billion that we have spent fictionally <laughs> to save Matt Damon. And but, I thought this was funny. So, wait, okay. So, what, give me, does it got a breakdown? It does. So, like, um, and there's stuff here I forgot about, like Encourage Under Fire, which that's the greatest, um, greatest movie ever because, um, oh, what's her face? Uh, Meg Ryan dies repeatedly in that movie over and over again because it's a story about how she served in combat and it's like all these different, uh, points of view because there's an argument about her death. So it's, you see Meg Ryan getting killed over and over again. <laughs> Greatest movie ever made. So I forgot that he was in this. I
0: didn't know he was in. That. I
1: yeah, and I guess he was. There was a Gulf War, the first Gulf War, a helicopter rescue, approximately three hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. Saving Private Ryan, um, the European search party, like the, they went out to go get him, yeah. hundred thousand dollars adjusted. Then Titan AE, which I've not seen all of, um, the the animated space movie that he was in. Which, yeah, is that. That was a Josh Whedon thing too, wasn't it? Was it? I I don't remember. I remember. Uh, supposedly the spaceship would have cost two hundred billion, which I don't know how you quantify cartoon spaceship. Um, but then Siriana, he was uh, saved there. That's fifty thousand. Green Zone, which I've not seen either. Transport from Middle East, fifty thousand. Elysium, when he went up to the the space station, yeah, that was approximately one hundred million. <laughs> hmm. And then uh, here's the last two that really that really racks up. Interstellar, when they sent him out into. You know, past the wormhole or whatever it was, uh, five hundred billion dollars, right? And then um, the Martian, two hundred billion, supposedly. So there's been a lot of money spent on saving Matt Damon. So really, it's just the last two in Titan A.E. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was actually another story. Uh, well, part of the story was the actual film budgets. So if you took like the total film budgets, it was like. Like, um, what, how much it costs for each thing. It was like a little under, it was still like the hundreds of millions to, to physically show Matt Damon in peril and then save him. So I thought that <laughs> was, uh, but now that I see with like the Martian and a stellar, and I, you know, I, I've seen both of those and they both have Matt Damon, you know, in spacesuits. He needs to make a third spacesuit movie that he's in peril somehow. Like I think that would be. He needs to have his like the Matt Damon spacesuit trilogy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Matt Damon and Danger in Space trilogy. It's one, one more. Come on, you can do it.
0: Yes, I can see that that package at Walmart in like four years. Yes,
1: it's going to be like, um, it, but it'll be a four pack DVD. So you're going to have the three Matt Damon movies, mm-hmm. and then um, I don't know, like Gravity or or something stuck in there too. Just be like, oh, no, you got to have that one, yeah. or Apollo 13 because no one remembers that. Just put that in there as well. Right. Uh, so I thought that was a funny, funny bit. There's not a lot of big news right now because it's kind of like that that lull from the christmas season into like the new year so i'm sure there's gonna be more news coming uh the one thing that joe doesn't know but i wanted to to say that this is really important news dark man is currently streaming on netflix oh cool yeah right like that's the i think that's more important than anything we're going to talk about yeah you know got some liam neeson with a particular set of skills and skin faces and sam raimi directing it and you know people getting their fingers cut off with cigar choppers who wrote dark man was it was it frank miller who wrote that um i don't well, i know sam Raimi directed it i know and, sam yeah cuz he wanted to do a version of the shadow and the studio said no so was like, screw it i'll just make my own superhero movie and it's it was it's a lot of fun i watched it not within the past like 2 years it's campy, but it's good. And Yeah, it's like, I should rewatch it. I remember just early Liam Neeson now, now that you know what he's capable of. Back back then he wasn't that kind of like right. actor. And it's like it's really kind of interesting to see him and with his uh his voice and his all messed up face and it's it it's fun. So but anyway, really important, go watch Dark Man. That's your, that should be your resolution out there, people. Watch Darkman 2016. <laughs> um, and then, so, yeah, is there any other news, anything else coming up that...
0: Um, they released a new Deadpool trailer, which I really Oh, enjoyed. yeah,
1: that's right. And then there's also a um, Star Trek trailer, too. But the Deadpool trailer is amazing.
0: Yeah, they, they, it was funny. They actually pulled that out on Christmas Day. I thought that was kind of funny. Like it's the like, red band and yeah, then the green band? The red and green band. And then it was like, get your Christmas present. And, like, they even changed the trailer to, um, uh, to say... Uh, like you know, something about he's he's delivering a Christmas present. For yes, everyone.
1: I you know, um, and I got a question for you. I got some I got some uh, predictions for 2016. I want to ask you about, and this will be something about Deadpool in there. But everything that they've been marketing with that movie just feels right, and I'm really excited for that. And it comes out in too. February, so we're really close to that. Actually, yeah,
0: I'm really excited to see. That's probably like it's not like my biggest anticipated movie of next year, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, it looks so, hilarious.
1: I yeah. And the fact that it actually feels like it—it it feels like a Marvel movie in a, in a weird way. Like, I mean, not like—I mean, it's under it's under um, Sony, but no, Fox. Sorry, it's under Fox. And even though it has like the ridiculous amount of swearing, it does feel like like they're getting the vibe right, where it almost feels like it could belong with like the kind of like we're going to make this funny, but also awesome that Marvel's been right. going for the Marvel Disney collaboration. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty excited for it.
1: So, um, so yeah, that that if you guys haven't seen that, please check it out. Uh, I'm going to spring this on Joe uh, right now. 49 weeks till rogue one <laughs> rogue do, do, one do you have any do you have any star wars i just i just thought it'd be funny because i know we we wound down to to force awakens and now it's um, like you know we're less than a year away from another star wars movie yeah another another star wars movie
0: uh well, I'll do one. I'll yeah. Well, actually, I'll do I'll do a Force Awakens one since. Oh, there you go. And not a spoiler. So if anyone has not seen Force Awakens, um, and and a lot of people have, and a lot of people know about this who have seen it because it has kind of been plastered all over the internet. But if you haven't seen it and, and you're you're going to watch it, um, Daniel Craig has a cameo in the movie. Yes. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, I will give you a hint that you don't see him, but you hear him. So just pay attention to people's voices,
1: which, you know, to his credit, he's actually pretty good at like um, dropping like the British accent. So it's not the very it's not a, you don't hear Bond, but definitely yeah. Daniel, Daniel Craig. So, yeah, uh, look out for that. And I'm sure when Joe goes to see this like six more times, he'll be pointing it out to people in the theater. Like there it is, right there, guys. And just like <laughs> stand a, stand up a point at the screen. Excuse
0: me, sir, sir.
1: No. <laughs> nah. Um. So I, I don't know if I want to keep up with the Star Wars trivia each week, but I thought it'd just be funny to be like, by the way, it's a year away from Rogue One. I mean,
0: I, eventually I'll have to dig into like expanded universe. I'm going to run out of interesting <laughs> things to talk about the movies that aren't obvious. Like, yeah.
1: Well, like I said, I think we talked about doing Civil War trivia, like li- like literal Civil War trivia going up, up to Civil, Civil War. War. Um, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. So. Um, Let's see here. Uh, did you have any comic stuff this week or no? No,
0: I've been working like crazy. Okay. I have not had much time to do I, I am playing Fallout. All my free time has been going towards Fallout.
1: And I have a feeling we're going to probably get into a Fallout discussion <laughs> yeah. probably later and uh we have some some fun things to talk about with oh, Fallout. Yeah. And I need to get I need to get back to that too. So, um but let's just get well let's just wrap up the year that was here. By by doing the same thing I do all the time and pressing the wrong button. Again, Pause, resu- pause and now for our feature
0: presentation.
1: <laughs> my yeah, my resolution, resolution is to press buttons get, right. Get them buttons. yeah, that's never yeah. going to happen. So, yeah. um, here, I'll just put, I'll put some of this on here. I don't know, that was the Academy Award music. I don't know if that's <laughs> what i <I'm> was. <gonna laughs>
0: Academy Award the music,
1: music. they be like, It's for our the, best of the year. For the, uh, all the starlights are out, tonight. yeah, right. Look at that. Rolled out the red carpet for my apartment in Ohio. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of like
0: this music. Okay. I well. kind of wish
1: we would have some celebrities. <laughs> well, we had <laughs> we Jaws stop by them. this year. We had uh, we did Co- have Jaws had come Queen of Blades stop by Queen and, of Blades. We um, had
0: uh, John Hammond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank him. Thank him and the Queen of Blades for coming on the show. Jaws. Um, so yeah. We we do have celebrities.
1: Yeah. It's the the, the year that was. Uh, so. Uh, I, I was kind of talking to Joe about about this before the show that everybody probably has their best of lists because like a lot of a lot of outlets they have multiple people to watch every movie, play every video game, watch every TV yeah. show, and do all that. Um, we're old and we don't have t- we don't have time for everything like we'd well, like to.
0: And it was funny because we were looking at the best uh, best of and like I started talking about like okay let's best best this and. And now ET's coming. <laughs> I don't know why. And that's now ET's so... <laughs> e. coming down the red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> like, how does
1: that change from? I, like... I think this was a collaboration. Like, like it goes into all the different like Oscar winning movie themes or something. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Like, um, I,
0: I wonder if John Williams was just like here, play my stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> like John, stop trying to give me your mixtape from the eighties, right? Um, <laughs> but no, like I, I was like, I was like coming up with stuff, and I, and and like. Just as an example, like we would, like, if we could jump into video games, but I was like, okay, best game of the year, everybody's got the same list of best game of the year, and I threw Metal Gear 5 on there, and Paul's like, did you play Metal Gear 5? And I was like, no. Like, <laughs> and he's like, well, we should probably talk about stuff we played. I'm like, fair enough. I'm like, even though it got great reviews, and I have no doubt in my mind it's a good game, we need to keep it into the wheelhouse of Like, like games what we actually we played actually and experienced. I think, I think that's fair, yeah. you know, so... so I, I was like, okay, well, we'll take Metal Gear 5 off of there. But, um, so, uh...
1: Did we want to do games first? We can do games yeah, first. Yeah, we, we might as well here?
0: just yeah. s- kind of slide that right into games. So, I have to, like, throw out, like, what I can remember. Because, like, there... And, and there's actually one I didn't put on the list. because I'll didn't. i put it on the list. But, um... So, obviously, Heroes of the Storm, I played a ton of that. See, I um, put
1: that down. I automatically, I listed that. Because I was like, when did that come out? Because I know that's been that the thing that's been your... Game this year, like. and then um, Legacy of the
0: Void came out to stay on the Blizzard train. Uh, Destiny: Taken King, which we did a cast about. Um, I actually did play Witcher Three. I did have it for a few weeks, and I got to you know um, get my hands in it a little bit. And it's it's definitely one of those games that I want to like jump back into. We'll get into that at, at the end. Uh, and then Fallout Four, uh, and then <laughs> um, uh, I actually played uh, WWE Two K Sixteen.
1: Then yeah, I know you said you played a little bit of Battlefront and there's some other stuff too. Oh yeah, but, Battlefront. Yeah. I'm sorry, I did it for like a day because I was like, <laughs> I was on the, I went to Redbox and I was like, I need to play Star
0: Wars before I get it for Christmas.
1: Yeah, I think my games list in terms of what I played so far this year, like, and it, it's it's not as as much because it's just again it's been time, right? Like, but but I I um, Fallout Four, um, and then Rocket League, which you know, sp- spoiler alert, I'm probably gonna say is like my favorite game of the year because I've played it so much. Um, and then, like I try to think, what else I played? Like I, I've tried getting through some of my older backlog this year with very limited success. So saying, I finished Arkham City. I don't think it really qualifies this year for a game I played. But I just, you know, I also played Taken King. I've been really getting into that too. A lot of love about it, a lot of a lot a lot that rubs me the wrong way. Uh, Fallout has been an experience, but Rocket League, I think. I got to give it my favorite game of the year, uh, just because I have not had this much joy playing a game in a long time. And it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, as much as I played heroes of the storm, I'm not going to give that
0: my game of the year. Surprisingly. I
1: like, thought that's why I made sure I had to write it down on. Yeah, yeah. no,
0: I'm going to give it to fallout just because of, uh, like, like it's, it's so well put together by Bethesda. Like they, they did such a great job. Like the graphics are, are there. It looks really good. Um, The system for uh, crafting is a lot of fun. Uh, The mini uh, settlement crafting is fun, Um, and then you've got the classic Fallout gameplay. And it's just one of those things where it's it's like it's immersive because like they they go into detail. Like you go into a shop, somebody had to go in and put all those items in that shop. Yeah. Like you know, it's like if it's all broken down, it's like the cash register has this in it or it doesn't. This is on the shelf or it's not. And if you don't meticulously go around and look for everything, it's easy to miss like a magazine that would like give you uh, like a like an, a bonus percentage to like your critical hits or something yeah. like that. So I think it's like because of that, it, it, it's it, the scavenging simulation is just like makes it so much fun because you want to explore everything.
1: Yeah, and like I mean Fallout Four, I've I've enjoyed a lot, and again, I'm sure we'll 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 probably have a whole cast where all it is is just us talking about it, eating food with various various levels of radiation in it. You here know. comes Indiana Jones by the way. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I know. Um, it's like not the music I thought it was, but whatever. I, it's still I awards like it. worthy. Because
0: like, I feel like we're on the carpet and then they're all walking in the background yeah. behind us. Yes. And then now here comes Han Solo, oddly enough. like He just basically did a loop. <laughs> it's just,
1: he ha- had a hat on, he, now the hat's, hat's off. off. <laughs> hat on, hat off. And he pretty much kept the same leather jacket. Pretty much, yeah. Um, no, like Fallout, I think the reason I, I have liked it a great deal is that it's almost and i've mentioned this on the show before it's the stories that you kind of stumble across yourself like there's stuff in the game but just like the interactions you have with things like you're telling me the story about falling into a rancor pit pretty much (laughs) and not expecting that and how you got out of it it's like the game it wasn't intended to be that but that's what it was for you that moment and it was like now what do i do it was a great oh shit moment i wasn't expecting (laughs) and like it was funny i texted one of my buddies i was like just so you know
0: there's a death claw in the basement of this hospital, <laughs> and I it scared the crap out of me. That's funny because you there was no way to get in. Like there's a, once you kill it, there's a door that unlocks. Like you could unlock a door to get out of there, oh. but you jump down in this little pit, and there's no way to climb back out or get into like any type of like a uh, position where you could like shoot down at it. <laughs> so I was kind of like,
1: oh no. So was there anything this year games wise that you that you told yourself that you're looking forward to, but either you didn't get to well not get to but that when it came out, you're kind of lukewarm. Like, uh, was something that was disappointing, or um, you know, honestly, Legacy of the Void. Uh,
0: it, it, I feel like they they rush to wrap up the story. I mean, that, that happens with a lot of things when they finish the stories. Like, I've played StarCraft since I was like probably 19 like, the original StarCraft, and, like, like I, I think I brought this up on another cast, is just, like, following the story of those characters' relationships. Like, Rainer, playing Rainer, for, meeting Rainer for the first time, and then Rainer meets Kerrigan, and then Minx betrays them, and she becomes the Queen of Blades, and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then the Protoss get thrown in there. And then, like, what ends up happening with all those characters, um, you know, it's, it's like... It, it's interesting. Like I was, w- we'll get into it at yeah. the end about the,
1: uh, evidently he got in the basket and flew off, and that. Yeah, was everybody that, so. just kind of split up. Like <laughs> it's really quiet now. Like, yeah, I'd, well, okay. I don't know if they went inside, but
0: uh, <laughs> shows over. Shows over. <laughs> Why are those guys still out there talking? Um, but yeah, it it it, it kind of like didn't blow me away. A lot of the new units didn't blow me away, um, and I I feel like uh, this just the the Protoss version of the story wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Hmm.
1: So. Well, it's like I um, I was really looking forward to the Order 1886. I think what that's the one for PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, it was made by Ready at Dawn Studios, the ones that did the the handheld uh, God of War games that were really really good. And I was really excited for that game. It kind of came out to like lukewarm reviews, so I just didn't get it uh, until like last week. It was like twenty bucks at Target. I'm like, okay, I'll buy it now. Yeah. So I haven't had a chance to play it yet. But I was like. I was really excited for that world and then the reviews kind of, I mean, not that reviews should shape your opinion, but it's like if the majority is saying something, there's probably a little bit of truth to it. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to put $60 down on something at that point, you know, and then not, and be disappointed. So hopefully I'll get to I mean, that's, I mean, like I waited till this year to play Shadows of Mordor and I, I like that game, but you know, I could, I'm definitely glad that I waited to buy it. I feel you know? like
0: you should, you should get, uh, get on the Witcher train just because I feel like. Well,
1: it's on sale right now. Did you see that? Game, GameStop. So it's the game of the year. They declare their game of the year is thirty yeah. bucks right now. Oh, well, that's a pretty
0: good deal. Yeah, maybe I'll go pick it up because I I was heavily dependent on one of my friends letting me borrow it, mm-hmm. and maybe I'll get it as the deal right now. I mean, it's going to sit on the shelf because I have fallout and battlefront to get through and then like uh my buddy picked up destiny for christmas and i've been helping him go mm-hmm. through that so that's kind of been a little revitalized yeah, i just
1: i i've bought so many games recently that i have a hard time like i and plus i like was it i know i asked people um out there what their favorite games of the year were now and friend of the show maggie said Witcher three was like her favorite so a lot of people were talking about it yeah um so yeah i just i feel like having with fallout right now it's so it's also kind of scratching that itch of like it's a huge world you can go do, whatever. And The Witcher also feels like it's kind of the same, like open world, not the same game by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like you, it's up to you to decide what you do next. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can handle two large worlds right now. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, that's let it. us know yeah. what your game of the year was. Um, and is there anything I... for 2016 you're looking towards? Game wise,
0: uh, I I uh, that um, Tom Clancy's putting out like a MMO, not Tom Clancy. Oh yeah, so, no, no, the, the division. S- the division. Yeah, I'm really that's um that's been on my radar for about a year now. Okay. Um, one one of my buddies he got into the alpha test. Okay. And he's been raving about it, and I I got him hip to it when the trailer came out from E3, hmm. and I was like, this looks like a great over the shoulder MMO, like real world post apocalyptic thing. It looks very um last of us like the feel and the look is very last of us i don't know if there's like zombie things or not but i know it's very like post-apocalyptic um but you you go around and you scavenge and you work with teams of people and then you've got people that are like soldier-esque you've got people that are tech people you can use drones okay uh like emp grenades things like
1: that and the graphics look really cool like it it looks slick yeah like I know it was it I think it was Game Informer had an article about the tech in that where they just showed a sequence where it was just like a, a lot with like a police car and like a couple like barrels and then some water and they said just watch this and it was like a, a very just looked like a very dreary kind of fall kind of environment yeah and they just took like their internal controls and just turned the knob and adjusted the weather right and then it went from that to winter but you watched how everything reacted to that sudden yeah. change in the temperature like in real time
0: the environment like it's, it's ridiculous the environments are crazy like when I watched one of the videos, they showed it was there was a shootout in front of a police station, and everybody that was there, uh, they should they they showed uh, the the physics with one of the police cars. It, like when it gets shot, its hit location matters. Like if the tires get hit, it mm-hmm. depresses and the car drops. Okay. If they shoot the windshields out, they burst and and they're open. Hmm. So like the one guy, um, I can't remember what he shot, but it completely changed the environment. And it basically took away their cover. So, okay. mean, there's a lot of games that 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 show, um, uh, like destructive environments and how you can like blow up walls and take away cover. That tire, you know, the tire deflating was something new and different. I thought that was kind of cool. So, I'm, it feels more dynamic, it, to like the environment yeah. as opposed to that's and, a set piece that can fall apart. And the weather thing was something else they talked about. Yeah. So, it's it should be very interesting.
1: Yeah. So, uh, like I wrote down a little bit of what's coming uh, this year. Uh, the witness. Which is the new Jonathan Blow game. He's the guy that did uh, braid that looks oh, yeah, uh, like yeah. it's supposed to be kind of kind of interesting it's coming soon. February supposedly Mighty number no. nine comes out. That's the the crowdfunded Mega Man spiritual sequel. Of course, I'm all about that. Um, and then what else we got here? Uncharted four. Battleborn. I don't know how I feel about that. That's the the one from Gearbox that since they're not working on um, Borderlands three, that's the game they're putting out right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a MOBA, but kind of not. But it's like a first person shooter MOBA.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I've
1: heard of Battleborn. Um, then there's the new Deus Ex game coming out. I know people Ooh. are excited for that. Gears 4, uh, The Last yeah. Guardian. I put a question mark by that because supposedly it's coming this year, but they said that the past six years. So that's I the have, one. If there's one that actually is coming out, for me it's going to be The Last Guardian. That's going to be the one I'm looking forward to.
0: I'll probably play Last Guardian. I might play Gears 4 just because I want to keep the story going. I thought the story was kind of cool. I, I got immersed in Gears of War. Uh, when it came out and i played it a lot the first two and then the third one i didn't play a lot i just played for the story
1: yeah you know? i played the i played three of my I, I had judgment i got it uh and it was okay that was like a prequel that wasn't it kind of yeah yeah and then also Overwatch comes out next year oh yeah overwatch yeah so oh that, my God, sure. i forgot about overwatch yeah. um so that'll be one i'm sure the one that comes out there'll be another blizzard cast devoted to this overwatch <laughs> overwatch is interesting
0: i played the beta and i enjoyed it but it was very different
1: yeah. So, and the fact that it's coming to consoles, I'm sure we'll talk about that more yeah. too. Um, so we'll move on from that. What did you want to go to? Um, TV. TV. Okay. Yeah, well, because yeah, no, yeah. movies
0: is big. Comics isn't that big, but movies is going to eat up a big part. Yeah. Uh, TV. So, th- like, there was a lot of stuff. I don't want to say I jumped into a lot of new TV shows because I'm real skeptical about like just trying out new TV shows. Um, I usually yeah. I usually go the second season. And, like once the second season's out, and I know that it's that it's. You know, I won't take the the funniest new show on television. I'm like, yeah, everybody says <laughs> yeah,
1: that. I I got on board with that Almost Human with Carl Urban, and then that didn't yeah, get picked up for I another watched, season. I watched like four shows
0: of that, and I thought it was decent, but it didn't get picked
1: up. Yeah, so it's like I really got into it, and it's like I, I have a hard time with um like that new sci-fi show, The Expanse that just came out. Uh-huh. People are going crazy about it, but sci-fi just announced it picked up for a second season, so now I'm excited for it. If that makes sense, where it's like, oh, well, this is something worth putting your time into. So we talked about this because, I mean, it, not
0: necessarily it was 2015, but like what shows we watched 2015 because like we talked about how, you know, we started the podcast and we were like, well, we know everybody loves DC television, but we haven't watched a lot of it. <laughs> I know you and I both decided to like hunker down for the last half of the year and just burn through Arrow and Flash and try to get caught up on that. Mm-hmm. And th- as I they're good, they're, they're good. good. Um, Arrow, Arrow jumps around a lot as far as like the spectrum of like good and bad. Yeah. Flash is usually a fun ride straight through. Yes. I got to say like if, and they tie them together. So like if you, if you had to pick one or two or one or the other, I'm sorry, uh, definitely go with Flash.
1: Yeah. I just, I mean, I feel like they've, they've done enough with, um, Oliver's character to where he's actually, he st- you still see the bird responsibility, but they've actually made him a little bit more fun now. Yeah. Not that I have to have fun in all my shows, but man, Arrow was really just like dark and sad for CW. Like, right. just not, not Game of Thrones dark, but still pretty dark. But in uh, this season, it's been a little uneven, but the main bad guy is really, really good because it's uh, Neil McDonough as uh, Damien Dark. He's a lot of fun. And the show is actually, I feel like it's, it may not be the most strongest narrative. Like season two, like when it, the second half of season two was so good, with the whole Deathstroke storyline. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't feel like that, but it still feels pretty good. But okay. f- but but Flash, Flash is just like, oh, by the way, this guy can run fast, and all these people can run fast. Here's Gorilla Grodd. And here's all. The-. It's like we're just going to keep piling on the crazy, but we're going to make it fun the entire right, time. Yeah. So no,
0: yeah, I enjoy it even when like other metahumans pop up. It's kind of fun to see him like fighting other superheroes and not just like i'm super fast and i can take all these mobsters guns and tie them up really yeah it's like
1: well that and they also they they show different ways where it's like he can run really fast how can we complicate this and they do a really good job even someone like uh mark hamill as the trickster yeah they give him ways to just be all he all he is is just a regular guy that's crazy and he finds ways to to mess with them so that's pretty you know that's it's interesting it's a fun show yeah um i um I will agree with that. I, I'm going to put in here for like for shows that came out this year. Obviously, I, I'm sure we're going to talk about Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to mention, like, What a Hot American Summer, First Day of Camp. That was really good. Yeah. I, a, we, lot of, a
0: lot of Netflix stuff that kinda, came out this year.
1: But I think that's part of the nature of my watching is that I kind of binge stuff that right. shows up there. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know if you watched any of that. That's I uh, watched, like,
0: five episodes <laughs> of that, and it, it's, like... There were like a few jokes I could take or leave, but I was just kind of
1: like, this isn't really blowing me away. Oh, I was tickled with it the entire time, and then when you find out that the the guy who was like keeping the 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 person who ended up keeping her in the bunker, did you see who played that guy? No, it was John Hamm. Oh, it was John Hamm. Yeah, so they actually bring I love him. John Hamm. They have a big trial later with him. He's like so charismatic, but like crazy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so I look forward to that. Um, I, I'm I'm going to mention um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I've talked to Joe about this off the off the. You know when we're off the air, that's not right. We're doing a podcast. Um, I enjoy that show. It's just different. It's just uh, it's on CW. It's one half comedy, one half musical. Not exactly something that would be in my wheelhouse, but I've enjoyed it a lot. So that's one of those ones on the on the bubble about getting renewed. So I'm like, hey, maybe you guys should check it out. And then better call Saul. I was gonna, I, you know, I don't know if you Did watched that. Come on,
0: fifteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and my my girlfriend hated Breaking Bad, but she likes Better Call Saul.
1: Well, it's the lawyer business, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, which is funny because every time we watch
0: something that involves legal stuff, like she, it it totally turns her off whenever they do something that isn't realistic in the courtroom. Oh, like oh, we, yeah. we we watched some of that um uh that show Grind the Grinder with yeah, uh, Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe. Lowe. And
1: yeah, Fred Savage, yeah, man. and
0: Fred Savage, and like the first pilot episode, she's like, "They would never do that. That would never happen." <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Well, you kind of got to suspend disbelief." And she's like, "I can't." So she actually like better call Saul because it was a little more grounded in reality with like the legal stuff.
1: So. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's I mean. I've liked that a great deal, um, but if we're going to talk about current shows, I know you mentioned, like, uh, Flash and Arrow. Um, I didn't get to it till this year in full, but, like, Rick and Morty has been, like, one yeah. of the greatest things ever made. Rick and Morty is my top show for the
0: year. Yeah, like is, that your, I, is that your winner? Is that, that's my winner. I okay. mean, I know the first season came out in 14, but, like... I didn't second, really get into it till this year. Well, yeah. it was on, I think it was on Hulu. So, like, I stumbled across it, and, like, I... Like I think it was like three episodes in. I'm like, this show is amazing. And then like at like I couldn't wait for the second season. I think I downloaded it and I shared it with you. And then I was like, I was just like, I'm waiting for the third season. I'm like,
1: I need that third season. Yes. Like and that's not coming out till like next year, supposedly. Yeah, that's in 2017, not 2016. So and it's yeah. funny.
0: I watched. I yesterday I, I sat down after I got off of work. I was like, I don't really want to play a game, and I'm just gonna one wine before I go to bed. And I was like, I'm gonna watch like two episodes of Rick and Morty yeah so Mm -hmm. which one i watched um uh the one where he hacks the cable box so they could watch any show from across the universe oh yeah 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 and and they all had those goggles so that they could see their 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 parallel selves selves. and like watching it i'm like sitting there and i'm like this is like really depressing because like how like beth and jerry were fighting about stuff in like summer and then like i was like i'm like i don't re- remember what what happened and then at the end when it ties up and i'm like that's why i love this show i'm like the way that they tied it up at the end it's like it completely sets the stage for like kind of like an aw- not like an awe movement, but like a moment where
1: you there's just an like, emotional resonance there There's and yeah there's a lot of emotion and i think with like like well rick and morty that's a good one um and i wasn't even gonna mention this but like bojack horseman i've talked about before i watched that yeah. i didn't really like it I, that. Much. I, i'm starting to watch second season now like it But it has that whole like, this is funny, but man, this kind of like it it kicks you in the teeth a little bit too, you know. And it, but it's interesting. And then there's that Bill Burr one that just came out on Netflix, F is for Family. Did you watch any of that yet? Mm -hmm. I watched it six episodes. It is good, but it's like, it's there's times where it's like, man, this feels like a real family. And like, not in a good way, but it's like relatable. And it's like, he's a guy in the 70s, he works in an airport. He, it's like, he kind of, you get this whole notion of like, he wants to be a good guy, but like he just can't catch a break. And it's, it's really like good, but there's some, there's some wrong things that happen like emotionally in that show. And I, I feel like now that like, um, there's a generation that's grown up with like animation or a couple that you can do these things now. Like Rick and Morty can have an alcoholic grandfather that is just a jerk, but then he makes like the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. And, and like, and it's like, there's times where it's like he does want to care. But he's been hurt himself, so he's kind of like, "Screw it." That Wub show, <laughs> that show just has like a lot of st-
0: like it's 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 on a backdrop of comedy, so it's like yeah. it's designed to be funny. But there's a lot of like emotional stuff coming out of it that you said like and and there's a lot of good references like like n- pop culture references or jokes relating to like other things that
1: people <laughs> yeah. would get so. Um, and I'm also going to mention here a brief shout out for, uh, um, Bob's burgers, which has been strong all the time. I enjoy that parks and rec wrapped up their their <laughs> yeah. run this year. That was, and that was one of the best feel good, happy, sad endings to a show ever. I was talking to somebody about it and I was like, I was a little emotional watching the end oh of that, goodness, that season. It, it like, was really good though. Like, like the it, way they
0: wrapped it up and it's like everybody's ending. And I was just like, man, I, I've been watching this show for what? Five, six years. Mm hmm. And it was like those characters, you know,
1: especially Ron, like everybody loves Ron, and it was just so hard. He, he had a really fitting ending. They even gave Jerry a good ending. Like yeah. after all of that, they gave Jerry like you know, like it just it, it wrapped up even some of the side characters that weren't even that prominent. Like Craig ended up having like a little bit of a send off and yeah. just like but it, that show was nothing but like it always wanted the best of everybody the entire time that show was on the air. And the, it, 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 it cared. The first season
0: was a little rocky because I yeah. felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do with it. They tried really hard to it, make, make it the office. The office. Yeah. And then somehow they made it magically fixed it in the second season and then it was just like skyrocketing ever since then yeah i hi- i hold parks and rec and 30 rock in really high regards as far as like recent uh television comedy yes
1: shows. and and just with parks and rec it's like there's a lot of comedies now that that uh dig into being despicable and terrible mm-hmm. and that's funny too like i like it's always sunny but these yeah. people are all terrible to each other parks and rec never intended to be terrible to each other it was always about like yeah, the greater right. good and that's a that's a hard uh line to walk and also be like gut-bustingly funny. And that's why I enjoyed that. That's why I'm also going to recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's like the spiritual successor to Parks and Rec. Like I love that show. And it doesn't have a mean bone in its body either. It's like it's just the cops doing their thing but also being goofy. But um, you said your best of for the year is Rick and Morty. I I'm gonna give it that. I just I also just want to throw Daredevil and Jessica Jones together. I gotta throw I them was, together. You got it. Yeah, that's tough. I
0: mean, I would say Daredevil would be my absolute 2015 Rookie of the Year for TV. Um, that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And after the the second episode when they did that whole, that brawl, yes, where it was that like one, take one take shot, yeah, one take fight. I was just like, man, that was amazing.
1: Like, just. Like I, I think Daredevil. I mean, it. I wasn't sure what to expect, so it raised the bar for Jessica Jones for me. Yeah, and Jessica Jones was still really good. Um, I feel like Dare. I, I like Daredevil a little bit more, but I think almost I want to say Kilgrave was almost the better villain than Kingpin. He was. Kilgrave definitely was the better villain because yeah. he was. Ter- I mean, it's terrifying to think of mind control. Yeah. So, So, um, anyway, uh, it's anything coming. I mean, I guess next year, like, it's like I wrote down, uh, looking forward to, uh, Legends of Tomorrow starts soon. I'm really excited for Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like after watching, we were talking about this
0: before. It's like, um, like DC TV is, is, uh, definitely the higher echelon of the tv their their movies eh, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> their their tv
0: is spot on because marvel other than netflix like marvel is finally catching up with netflix yeah uh but agents of shield really couldn't really hold a candle to,
1: to yeah i i i there's parts of that i like it's just that but the netflix series have been great like i'm going to look forward to luke cage when it comes out this year yeah i'm looking forward and to then that. supposedly iron fist is coming after that like I've, within the year within the year i hope it should they, be, they like, do
0: some good iron fist tie-ins with with Luke Cage, strange no. Oh, because strange. of the I mystic am. arts and like the yeah can Well,
1: because that's the, that's really the last thing that Marvel has not brought into the cinematic universe is like the mystical. Yeah, like they've done the whole like there's gods among us, there's green monsters, purple horseshoes. No, that's not really a thing. But they but you haven't done the the mystic. Now you're just naming marshmallows. Yeah, red balloons. You know, <laughs> like rainbows, <and> diamonds, <laughs> the cereal no one wants to eat between the marshmallows. Uh <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> just marshmallows, just, just, that's all I want is a box of marshmallows. Thank you. Like- <laughs> um, yeah. so, all right, the, the, here's the, in the, the big elephant in the room is the movies of the year. A uh, lot to talk about there We've talked about them A lot already on the show As a whole movies? Are we done with TV shows Or do you want to go yeah, to comics Yeah you know, let's do comics Because well, there's not going to be A lot of comics I mean I just have I just have my best stuff Because it's the only Are thing you really, You're reading. really
0: chomping at the bit To get to movies No
1: no not at all No, no we'll just talk about your We'll talk about your funny books You read funny books Did you read any <laughs> new comics This year Yes I did What'd The ones read? that you brought over to me <laughs> <laughs> Um even though I still have that stack of stuff you brought to me like a month ago. I haven't I, gotten I haven't, to. I haven't you know. gone
0: through your rising stars because I'm still trying to get caught up on my current stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, you I've know what done. I've been backlogging and I feel really guilty about is uh, Darth Vader. Like, I've read the first three issues of the Darth Vader comic that came mm-hmm. out and then I've just been backlogging it. Like It's just slowly <laughs> building up. I did pick up uh, Darth or Vader Down, which is like a... a uh, Six-part series where they spanned it out across like different.
1: You, you told me where it's basically he's crash landed and now the the rebels are trying to hunt him and down. And he just kicks crap on all. Of yeah. It. But
0: anyway, uh, that uh, that I did read. But anyway, um, comics for this year, uh, um, Marvel Press. I didn't unfortunately I, I I keep meaning to pick up DC. That's going to be one of my resolutions: is to pick up a DC. I, funnily comic. enough,
1: yeah, you might. Yeah, you know, that, that's something yeah.
0: that I might get back to as well. Yes, but um. On my list just to run down, Spider Verse was good. Secret Wars is not done yet. Um Ax- but, I, I, but I read it I I read a lot of your Spider Verse
1: that you had. Spider Verse was really good. It was
0: good. fun. Um Superior Iron Man, the new Thor, those are some ones that were really standout. Um I'm really starting to dig Jason Aaron as a writer. He wrote the new Thor. Okay. Um when she came into uh um the hammer, uh and it's you've got the guy Thor and the female Thor. Hmm. So there's there's one of each. But um, I think out of all the new ones, I think Superior Iron Man was my favorite. Yeah, I read some which, of that stuff too. Like yeah, you,
1: like it was like uh, Tony Stark being an absolute jerk. Yeah. but some interesting stuff going on there. And that was, I think,
0: uh, that was only a nine issue series. Like it was like a one shot before they did Secret Wars. Okay,
1: and um, I read I read like three or four of those. Um, I. Uh, you know, you you got me. Well, you picked up the first issue. We stand on guard. I know you've dropped off the second and third one. I think with me, or the second one I haven't yeah. gotten to that yet. That was interesting. That's still going strong. Yeah. Um. But I so thanks to Carol and John's Christmas thing that they the party I went and picked up. Um. I now have up to the most recent trade of Saga. So I'm now through um, volume five. So I'm I'm current, kinda. Uh-huh. Like there's still a couple issues out there. That is like so ridiculous and out there and fun and like it just feels like they're just like okay we're just going to do whatever we want right now and it just it and it's supposed to all fit in this like cosmic world where you visit planets that are just literally half a planet like cut in half and that exists somehow as an ecosystem and I don't know how that happens you have yeah. space trees that fly around you have like uh cats that can detect lying and it's like there's but there's a lot of good like um the 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 jokes in it are really funny because it's all grounded in reality, but the 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 fantasy is ridiculous like not ridiculous but it's like very just you got to just kind of turn off your brain and accept this world as it's coming in and it's really well done. It's so, very sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. So
0: that's about it. I don't want to get too far
1: into comics. Um, is there anything looking next year that you're looking forward to?
0: Um, there's a Deadpool Spider-Man team up there doing an issue of that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is coming down the pipe. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see what event they're going to do after Secret Wars. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of the big thing. And then I know they're probably going to do some tie-ins with whatever, you know, m- like Civil War. Oh, they're rebooting Civil War. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, they're doing Civil War 2 where it's going to be Tony Stark uh, versus Sam Wilson. Okay. So it's going to be Cap and Tony again. but okay. just the new Cap. So I'm interested to see how they're going to do that.
1: And I'm sure there'll be more of a, a Doctor Strange push when you get to the second half of the year, too.
0: A big push, yeah. yeah. Like Jason, or, uh, Jason Aaron's actually writing the new doc, Doctor Strange, which I've been reading, and it's pretty good. Um, like I said, I, I'm becoming a fan of his. But um, I think that putting him on that book shows that Marvel's trying to push him in a direction uh, as like one of their, their top writers, like, up okay. there with like Bendis and Hickman, um, which I... <laughs> I showed you that tweet that Hickman said. I apologize for any fans for any characters in the last year I've offended
1: with Secret Wars, and it's like, oh, geez, dude, what did you do? I don't. So, yeah, people get like this is like not that I want to get like too far into this, but this seems like this is the year that like, how dare you do that? Like, not 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 as an offending people, but like the, if something's different, people get mad about something that's different.
0: It definitely and was it, a shakeup.
1: It, but this year feels like oh you got you got a, a, a female lead in star wars like how dare you it's like there's people that get upset about that yeah. the female thor like just um, Ghostbusters. Yeah. People get mad about Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm them. excited for Ghostbusters. Those new posters look cool. Yes, they do. Um, uh, and that's, well, I, mean, I guess that's a good lead into this. Sh- movies, like, yeah. yeah. So this year, they're, like Joe and I saw a lot of movies, but then we wrote down all we saw, and it doesn't feel like a lot of movies. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: like, And a lot of these, some of these were like in the theater. Some of these were on DVD. Um, and I don't know where to start or jump with the list. Uh, I've got a lot. Like, I don't know if you specifically have one that you, that stood uh, like out to stuff you. to talk about, like in yeah. terms of
1: like, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just, I mean, I, I wanted to just mention Kingsman came out last year and that surprised me by how much I enjoyed it. I can't, I didn't realize until you brought that up,
0: like Kingsman, Spectre and the man from uncle all came out this year. This yeah, is a big,
1: heavy spy movie. Yeah. Year. Like it was heavy spy movies. And then also I feel like this was the year that uh, everyone's like, Hey, do you remember this? We're going to bring it back and do it bigger. Like, this is the year of nostalgia, but bigger nostalgia. Like, I'm really trying to punch that hard. I know what you mean. I was just thinking about that the other day because I was reading an
0: article about all the money Star Wars is making and how Disney gambled on nostalgia and won. Yeah. And I just hope to God that that does not become the new, let's let's recreate the nostalgia moneymaker that everyone wants to do. Because like when the Avengers came out, the first Avengers movie... um Everybody in Hollywood was like, let's make money off of uh, connected universes. Yes. yeah. So I'm hoping to God that people don't do that now with other movies or other even TV shows.
1: I mean, you're still seeing that a little bit, but I, what you're worried about, like, so I think what you're saying has already kind of happened, though, because uh, before Star Wars came out, I'd almost say that your favorite movie of the year was Jurassic World. Yeah, um, but that movie it, it was, was basically like one big thing. like yeah. you know love letter to Jurassic Park, which I like Jurassic World. Um, I own Jurassic World. I like Star Wars. Um, it's it but those felt very much like they were the safe play versus doing something completely different. Um, I'm not saying that Jurassic World didn't. For that, for that franchise to be relevant again, I think that was a good move. And I mean, Star Wars could have went a number of different ways and, and been successful. Um, I feel like of, and then you got like you know, the, obviously the obvious sequels, but like Age of Ultron, which I mean, that's I wouldn't say nostalgia, but that was a big like sequel. Um, there's a lot of sequels this year, but then but the one I want to put Terminator
0: as, had the nostalgia I, of. I wrote down Genesis, back.
1: but I forgot about it. That's because yeah. that's yeah, you're right. That tried that tried reminding you of things in the past and varying degrees of success. Fury Road. I, that was going to be my. I'm going to put that in as my best of, just because it was nostalgic, but it was its own thing. Like it was like, oh, we have Max, and we have people out in the desert hitting them, hitting cars and stuff. But we're not doing an exact. We're not doing a remake. We're we're doing a continuation, well, and and that's the. It just felt like was you know, it thirty years apart, twenty five years. A, it was a long time between that and Thunder. But <laughs> so far beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, but like. <laughs> If you think about it like that's
0: that's a, that's quite a few generations removed from the other Mad Max so to reintroduce it and have it be that successful. Because you know people that loved Mad Max from like the early eighties mm. weren't coming to see this like, oh, we have a new Mad Max movie finally. It was good enough to stand on its own to for That's, a new but generation. But it wasn't it
1: wasn't like a remake of um, like of Mad Max. It wasn't like a remake of Fury Road. Or well, right. not Fury Road. Um Road Warrior. Road I mean, Warrior yeah. Even though you get down to it, it's like these movies have a very minimal plot front on the surface, but this was still different enough because of you know, the the whole big kind of fight of the the haves and the have nots and yeah. and all of that and Furiosa and but it's just I feel like that's my I'm gonna put that up there in terms of like big blockbuster, like that's the movie for me because it was like it it just like it, it was like screw you, we're gonna do what we want and we're gonna do it loud, we're gonna do awesome and like I think the, uh, I think George Miller's the anti George. He's like the anti George Lucas. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, he's like, I'm going to come out swinging and I'm older than dirt now. And I'm going to just do this movie. Awesome. And he even brought people out of retirement to do the cinematography. Like basically he brought the whole band back together. He's like, guys, I know you're don't die. We need to finish this movie. It's like, yeah. So, and it was the loudest, hardest movie of the year. (laughs) Right? Like, does that even make sense? No, it was. (laughs) It was a lot of
0: fun. I remember sitting and watching it like when the initial chase scene started and I'm just like, I know what kind of movie I'm in for. Yeah. That's that's when you know you're in it, watching a good movie is when it's in the beginning and something sets the tone where you're just excited to see what happens next. Yes. So that was definitely Fury Road this year. This was a great year for movies because, and I, I say that only because, and then the popcorn movies too. I don't want to. I don't want to. Like yeah, some...
1: I want I want to I differentiate. I mean, not that I'm not saying that Fury Road is a popcorn movie, but it was definitely that's definitely a tentpole now. Yeah, and but then you have other smaller releases that I think were really really good, but they they hit me differently than those right. kind of movies.
0: Like um like real quick, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit off Age of Ultron, Jurassic World, and Star Wars. I don't think I've had a trifecta of movies in one year just come out like hitting like that. Like it was like. At one point in time, I was in the theater so much in the summer just watching stuff and having so much fun. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time. Usually there's like one, maybe two big blockbuster hits. It's true um, like there was a
1: while there where we were play, like can we do it this week like we kept trying to rush around and watch all the movies that were coming out.
0: And none of these movies or movies that are going to win like Academy Awards for directing or acting or anything like that. Fury Road might
1: uh, that might be the one that kind of I don't know, I'd be really shocked. <laughs> it needs to get a best picture nod just because it was I mean okay I mean they nominate like 10 10 pictures right so why can't it be one of them? We'll like, see. I have, we'll I'll see. be really
0: happy if it does get one. Yeah. But Ex Machina was really good. That was yes. the one that I watched that was um, not your typical, uh, you know, uh, m- heavy marketed movie that was just very well story driven. Um,
1: I compared it a lot to, um, uh, what's his name? Moon. Moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, um, uh, that was Duncan Jones did Moon, but then uh, Ex Machina was. Um, uh, Alex Garland, who wrote who the first time directing, he's written Twenty Eight Days Later, Um, The Beach, Sunshine. Like he's done some interesting like Sunshine's one of my favorite movies, and it's a little weird at the end, but you know, it's still good. But it's like I, his approach to sci-fi and social always kind of mash them together is really interesting. It's, and I feel like You're right. Yeah.
0: That movie is definitely a mixture of like like so like sociology and science fiction and yes. how how we interact and how technology affects our world is like how we like, well, like
1: I told you, cause I finally got down to watching it this week. Cause I've been really bad about um, watching a lot of stuff this year, but I wanted to watch it for the show. It felt like it was um, almost a Hitchcock film and like robot skin. And in terms of, like the head games going on yeah. and like the the paranoia it, it did and the have whole, a Hitchcock feel to it, and really good movie. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw out uh, real quick here. Um, well, Inside Out I thought was one of the the better movies of the year, just in general. Uh, Ant Man I think I liked more than Age of Ultron. Ant Man was my my I did like it more than shocker Age of Ultron for the year.
0: Yeah. Um, it was. Refreshing. It was. It was not your typical superhero movie, and it was good. <laughs> and, well, no, a lot of a lot of the characters. Were, there was there was a lot of people in there that had like I liked all the characters. The
1: story was simple enough, but good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so um, I'm I'm just going to throw a shout out here for um, uh, it follows probably one of the better horror movies i've seen in a long time it was that uh i think i've told you about it before it was basically the idea of like imagine like a like just um a, a ghost that will follow you and kill you but it's like an std where it's like you got to pass it on to somebody else or it will just keep following you but like at like a slow steady pace and you don't know who it looks like people that you know so it's just this thing that keeps walking towards you and then once it gets a hold of you it will just like destroy you. But so you got to pass it on. So the whole thing is like this girl at the beginning, she's young and is kind of like, you know, it's just like, it's almost like an allegory for like, you know, becoming an adult, like growing up and she ends up with this guy and like, everything goes well. And he's like, Oh, by the way, I got to tell you this. And it's like, basically his entire time was just trying to trick her into, doing things so he can get rid of this and get rid of the ghost and it was like it was so what it's, happens when the ghost kills you where does it go it goes right back to the previous person so uh. it's like this whole like you have to do this in a way in which you pass it but please just be mindful so it's like this constant like if you don't if you don't like you know i, I don't know it's like if you just like go off and, and do something with somebody and not tell them it, like, how long is it going to be before the thing comes right back to you? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a really cool movie. Hmm. Like really, really cool.
0: I'm going to check that out. I, I own it. I'll have
1: to let you borrow it, but it's it was in the soundtrack felt like a very throwback, like John Carpenter synth, very like a very like serious, like horror movie. Like you don't see those too much anymore. And it was really, really good. So, um, and, oh, and of course you got the Martian too, which you didn't see. Martian was really good. Yeah. I didn't see Martian. Um, I'm eventually going to get around to it. So what's your, what's your best movie of the year, Joe? Uh, star Wars <laughs> i i was i i was like i this is my reaction i was shocked that you picked star wars as your best movie of the year <laughs> yeah uh i but 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 jurassic world had a little triceratops to ride around on they did so but that 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 unseated it <laughs> it did okay i knew it would but um, I,
0: I did have a massive amount of fun watching jurassic world
1: so. uh Anything coming up in the next year that you're looking forward to? Um, oh, yeah. Movies? Always. Yeah. I mean, like... Well, uh, we just talked about Deadpool. Deadpool, uh, Civil War, Doctor Strange. The Revenant. I don't know if you're interested um, in that. That's the Caprio movie that that's coming out, like, this week. Eh, uh, okay. might. Um, uh, the reason we haven't talked about Hateful Eight is because Joe's watching it later today. Yeah, I've already seen it. See we'll it. talk about it next yeah, week. I, I,
0: I'm going to try to make the the late 70mm late showing.
1: Oh, are you going to commit to it? I bought the tickets while we nice. were getting ready. I, yeah. I can't wait to talk to you about that. So, That'd be good. I got to see it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, 2016, we got... um. You know, I'm just going to go right into the questions I have. because I have some, I have some uh, predictions or some questions that I want you to answer uh, going into 2016. So, okay. which do you think will get better critical reviews, Deadpool or Batman versus Superman? Like, critically. Like, which do you think will get reviewed better? I don't know, because here's the way I see it. Critics
0: are probably going to dislike Deadpool because of how crude it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see them just, like, being, like, oh, they're trying to pull off jokes with shock factor. Uh, Batman versus Superman. I could see them being critical about it as, one, it being a superhero movie, which they're critical about those in to begin with. Mm-hmm. And because the track record that they've had with, like, Man of Steel and all those other movies are kind of, like, like subpar. They're not bad,
1: but they're not, like... So then, sub-question to go along with that. Uh, which do you think will get better critical reviews? Suicide Squad or Batman versus Superman? The, I honestly... Because Suicide Squad, I'm actually looking forward to Batman more. versus Superman. Okay. Like,
0: I really have a... I really have a bad feeling about Suicide Squad. Oh. Like, a Fantastic Four feeling. Uh, I hope not. Because that first trailer really didn't set anything up and like like i think you had mentioned it where will smith has to like say the name of the movie in the movie (laughs) and it just seemed awkward (laughs) and like i mean i could be wrong like leto could kill it like Heath ledger margot robbie could steal the show
1: as as harley quinn i think both those things are going to be right it still may not be the strongest movie though We'll see. Yeah. Uh, question two. So that was a sub question. Which will be the better video game movie, Warcraft or Assassin's Creed? Oh, Warcraft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think either one will finally be the quote unquote good video game movie? No. No. You don't think Warcraft's going to break that? I don't
0: think. I don't think Warcraft is going to be the Iron Man of video game movies. Hmm.
1: Um, but even with Assassin's Creed, where they're like, listen, we're going to do an Assassin's Creed movie with a character that's not one of the ones from the games. So, like they're doing a different story, different timeline. And so they're but still doing the, the Templars and the Assassins, but they don't have to do Enzio or um, whatever the French guy was. But to me,
0: like, the problem with Assassin's Creed, and I've played Black Flag, I've played two, and i played one. The story just, it seems like those those games are a dime a dozen. Okay. Like, they're almost like the the sandbox action-adventure Call of Duty, because they, they roll one out every year. Yeah. It's always a new Assassin's Creed. And I feel like, they don't give that game enough time to have it stand on its own. Yeah, They just fair. try to keep the franchise rolling with the new game every year. But from a movie so, standpoint,
1: though, I mean, do you think you can tell an interesting story? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm you just, got Magneto playing um, an assassin. I, I like th- Michael Fassbender, okay. but, like, I don't know. I'm
0: just I, – I probably won't go see it. I'll probably just wait for it to come out, like, DVD or download. Um I or sneak up beside somebody, buy a ticket, and then just knife them in the neck and take their <laughs> ticket from them and go see the movie. I honestly think it's going to fall into the category of like Prince of Persia.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess Prince of Persia, I guess was okay. It, it was, was okay, like, yeah, and yeah. I think that's what's going to happen with. Uh,
0: I have high hopes for Warcraft because I am a Warcraft fan, and I feel like Blizzard developers and storytellers would have enough play in it that mm. they would make
1: it well, and that's getting a summer release too that's a big i think like where, where it's placed in the summer is a big deal that shows the confidence that's early summer yeah as opposed to like suicide squad which that's coming out in like the first week of august which is like guards the galaxy killed it during that time but uh, traditionally after like july you have that lull right before like award season where there's some crap that's put out there so that, i just don't know how that could either win that time or not and but warcraft they actually moved it up to where it's actually competing like it's it, i looked at the release schedule it's like there's like a week of that and then like um the week after is like a big some big animated movie it's like finding dory or something comes out like the week after oh so it might be one of the situations where it's going to soak up that one week and then kind of fade because that seems to be a thing now where movies open up not against each other but like they stagger them out right yeah so uh next question um do you think the force awakens will finish the top 10 grossing films of 2016 From the way it's making money, do you think that its actual take, from January 1st until it's out of the theater, it's going to be making more money than movies that are trying to compete this year? That's a good
0: question, and yeah, I do. Okay. Just because it's so bad. Like, every week I read some new record that it broke or something that it's doing, and it doesn't surprise me, because not just because I love Star Wars and it is Star Wars, but by God, like the power that 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 franchise has on top of what Disney already did to market it, Yeah, and then when it did roll out, it's not bad. Like it's nothing but win win win.
1: Yeah, well, and the, the one thing I will point out though, from the reporting, where it's like the first the fastest to make it to a billion dollars, and they pointed out it was like one day had a Jurassic World. I'm like, that's that's true, but it's like it's almost like that's that's a really close margin of like time, you know. And um, I don't, and Jurassic World didn't have the pre sale tickets that Star Wars had either, so I don't know how that factors in. This is true. Plus, yeah. like I think Star Wars is
0: like at this at this point, I think Jurassic World. Uh, had started to lose a little bit of steam. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I think Star Wars still has a lot of steam left
1: because it hasn't even opened in China yet. That's true. But like Jurassic World, like it, when it opened, it's like it didn't. Like the only competition it had was Inside Out, and, they, and, and which remember the story was that Inside Out had the biggest opening for an animated film like ever. That didn't take first place because Jurassic World was doing so well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I mean, it it, it, but still rolled over everybody else for a few weeks after that. It's like you know they kind of just kicked everybody aside and was like, "We're done with you. We're gonna, I'm gonna stomp you. We're gonna stomp you." See the Star Wars numbers. Yeah, it's fun to watch. So then my my last question here: Which will perform better for the year, Star Trek Beyond or Rogue One? Because like Star Trek Beyond, I mean that's third Star Trek movie's come out in the summer. Rogue One. This is this is the test of Disney. I think Episode Seven they wanted to stick the landing and make it like a, like like welcome back to Star Wars. Rogue One is their first taking a chance film. Yeah, you know? I, th- I think it's I think it's going to be Rogue One.
0: Okay. Um. Only because like the the last two Star Trek movies didn't like blow me away. They weren't bad, but I wasn't just like ah.
1: That 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 will be a topic for another time because I have a I have a, some interesting opinions about a Star Trek versus Star Wars, but I think <laughs> um, I don't know like Star Trek Beyond. That's another summer release, and it's actually like early to mid summer. So I think they're bank like it's like when they do all these testing, they they know where their movies are going to hit or not, right? Because Fantastic Four got pushed all the way in August and was like, please see us, and it didn't happen, you know. Um, but I I think I, just Rogue One. I'm excited for it. It just, I think that people were so excited for a new star Wars movie. That is what caused this like avalanche. But then it's going to be like, Oh, we've already had force Awakens It's been less, it's been a little over a year. Now we got rogue one. And it's like, but people, I don't know how that's going to be as well. well I don't know how the reception of that's going to be versus what just happened. I don't think Disney's expecting that kind of performance, but I just don't know if people were expecting that same type of experience, you know? So yeah. anyway, um all right so there there's that uh please let us know people like uh favorite movies games like you know that's th- things that you liked for this year um on our facebook page uh, we have our, our, our twitter which i mean people have been writing to us on twitter it's been fun uh that's invading podcast on twitter invasion of the podcast on facebook invading podcast at gmail uh send us a letter like if you're a howard the duck fan still you can send us a letter we'll uh <laughs> we'll we'll, t- we'll talk to you about the you and know, right back favorite to you. howard the duck letter That one we got. That was pretty (laughs) great. Um, So, uh, so I think we have to mention here. uh, 2015 has just passed. Um, We, I think, we just need to take a moment and um, honor those that we have lost. Um, So let's see how we're going to do this here. Um, I got, I got to make this appropriate here. (laughs) Serious, serious. So, so um, we we got to honor those that um, that we've lost this year so we're just going to mention some important uh, ones i'm going to
0: mention uh all the spider-men that died during the spider-verse
1: yeah your your uh, service will not be forgotten no all the things um, you did uh we will never forget
0: bird person yes bird person who unexpectedly
1: passed away on it f- very much so on, like on i was it. just beginning to love bird person um, he was taken away from me yes yeah um uh we also
0: will miss the success that the Fantastic Four movie
1: franchise ever had. We'll never had, have, ever no. hope. It's, 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 it's gone too soon. Um, we will miss uh, Indominus Rex, gone too soon as well. Take, taken taken from us too early. Yes. Easily a reoccurring villain
0: in another Jurassic Park.
1: Yes. It, it could have showed up with a cape. It would have been a totally different villain, but we don't know. We'll never know. Or, or an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> sad. Sad. Listen to the sad music. Right. Um,
0: We will also miss Thor's arm that was so selfishly taken from him in yeah. the beginning of the new
1: Thor series by Malkith. Yeah. Now you- he is forever... I don't want to say he's cursed, but do you think, um, Aquaman had something to do with that? Do you think it paid him off? Cause Aquaman's might. like, I haven't had an arm for a while.
0: He might be kind of like, I feel like I need like a, like an amputee twin. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, you're so, blonde. I'm blonde. Now he just has a black metal arm. Oh,
1: does it do things? Is it like, I think it does hammer. I think it does lightning things. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> I think that's an upgrade. could be, okay, but, but we'll, but miss, we'll, we'll, we'll miss. miss it. Yes. He'll never be the same. Um, we're just gonna i gotta say i'm just gonna miss community as a whole like the show's gone yeah we're we're praying praying for a movie thoughts and prayers six
0: seasons in, in a, a movie. movie yes six seasons in a movie um we'll also miss the Betamax format yes never again will we be able to rent something that we can't play
1: <laughs> never again will we know the the, the disappointment of my dad bringing home a Betamax player versus a VCR that one, that one winter. Um, We're going to miss uh, Anthony of Ant-Man.
0: I'm thinking he might winter
1: soldier it up in the next Ant-Man. Yeah. You think he might just show back up and just fly in? Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope so. Cause he was good. He's good. He's good peeps. Um, and
0: I will miss uh, the ultimate universe. So, no longer will we have a second Marvel Universe to run parallel with the other one.
1: Yeah. So, then we'll never be able to do all those wonderful, like, what-ifs. Well, uh, they'll yeah. probably still do that. But we got the one Spider-Man in there. He was the one that survived the Spider-Man onslaught. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was that? I, I don't know. The music itself was so sad, it had to disappear for a second. Um, I will also miss uh, Morton Joe from Fury Road. Never has anybody ever worn a, a scary-looking gas mask. And and painted on oh no like an um, ab ab cage or whatever it was that he wore you know yeah yeah um I will also miss
0: Colson's severed hand See, I think it's been a sad there's a lot of a lot it's of a missing sad limbs. year for Marvel's
1: characters <laughs> to have things cut off yeah do do you think that was also influenced because since um, Marvel or Disney bought Star Wars that they're like listen people gotta start losing limbs yep <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's not sad enough anymore. Let me let me find the sad music again. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. It's so sad. I think that's was everybody. Oh, was that everybody? Yeah. Oh, well, then I'm sad that this bit is over.
0: All right. And um, then the last thing, this list. The, yeah. <laughs> we'll miss this <laughs> we'll list. We'll miss
1: this list. Yeah. Concer- Never
0: again will we have a list like this, because there's no
1: more 2015. That's true. Not until... Not, not until next year. Then we'll have more yeah. stuff to lose. Well, that'd be 2016. That's true. Yeah. Um, so uh, before we get on the last bit here, just real quick, I'm going to ask Joe uh, favorite the favorite one of our shows. Do you have a favorite? Uh, I asked people. Um, I did get one answer that you're not going to like. <laughs> you know what? And everybody,
0: I told everybody we're doing the best of. What's your favorite episode? And it's always the episode where I was drunk. <laughs>
1: Like, Mary, it was like the Halloween episode, and I almost isolated audio to start playing during the show of that, but that's, I know you would have been so uncomfortable. That's fine. Talking about, no, like, it's, shaving it's, jack-o'-lanterns or something. It was, yeah, it was really great. Your beard is just like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> uh,
0: no, that's fine. That's exactly what I know.
1: Um, well, my favorite one was uh, episode five, uh, whenever I had you do the Japanese spokesperson questions uh, about like when i asked you like if like if rocky sold like uh pocky or rocky pocky. Like, rocky pocky and then there was uh some other stuff in there too you thought madonna was associated with squid leather like that was uh pretty funny um the, the whole i don't know the whole thing was just funny to me because like you i
0: geez i think honestly dino cast was probably my favorite just putting it together was a lot of work and a lot of fun
1: it was a lot of fun yeah. um but there's a lot that there's a lot of episodes I like. yeah. so, uh, yeah, I, just, I just thought like we talked about best stuff. So, and so, what was the worst of? I'd say this episode has been the worst one of 2016 this so far. Is, yeah, this is probably <laughs> the worst episode of 2016. Also, the best one too. So yeah. think about that. Wow. Um, so, all right. So we're going to move on to uh, it is it is the new year. So we got to do got to have some resolutions here. Um, my, I, I, I failed my resolution <laughs> of pressing buttons.
0: I just I really love cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't because that's crazy. I can't hug every cat, but I just want to. I want to.
1: So, my resolution is to hug all the cats.
0: What? where did that come from? Know, I, you know, i've seen that that's uh,
1: that seems pretty staged but i, I believe as well but yeah. i like the whole idea it's like i just want to hug all the cats it's like that seems like an unrealistic uh, resolution so yeah. i was going to challenge joe and i challenge all you guys too and actually i think this would be fun if people want to post like what their nerd resolution is for the year like what they're going to get to um like i think that would be i think that'd be interesting i wrote down for myself um i i'm challenging myself to a lot because i like failing on a grand scale um I'm challenging myself to get some video games and some, some movies and some TV. Also, and some comics. We I know, read more DC. I want to find some good arcs. I want that's, to go to Carolyn John's, ask for some good trade arcs to get to and just kind of read some of Like, I want to get to maybe even like the, the Darkest Night stuff, the yeah, Green Lantern stuff.
0: That's definitely on my to-do list just to get into some DC stuff. Um, I uh, TV is obviously one of them. I want to get back to Witcher uh, when I get around to it. Um, I'd also like to find a good MMO to play again. Um,
1: World of Warcraft Legion yeah. comes out. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I seriously have
0: contemplated put it playing Legion and trying Legion. So who knows? I may do that. Um, trying to think what else. Movie wise, I don't know. Try to try to spend more time watching movies too. Yeah, like I don't watch
1: any movies at home. I usually go to the theater. Well, I mean, that th- that's true. I mean, so, like, for me, I'm challenging myself because I have a backlog of games I have not gotten to. Um, I, this will be the year, mark my words, that I finish Mass Effect 3, for goodness sake. That's going to happen. And also Red Dead Redemption. Those are the two that I'm going to challenge myself to finish. Not because they're bad games. I just haven't gotten to them. So um, that would be my main video game stuff. Um, TV. I'm just going to have to suck it up and, and get caught up on Doctor Who. I'm four seasons in. I have to get caught up on Doctor Who. And also. it's like, I have, I, so I've gotten past, uh you know, Eccleston Doctor, uh Attractive David Tennant Doctor, um, Weird Looking Matt Smith Doctor I've not gotten to yet, and then also Grumpy Doctor. I think he's going to be my favorite one, but I haven't gotten to Grumpy Doctor yet. Matt Smith's pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah. I, like, I want to do that. I want to get caught up as much as I can. Um, so, for movies, this is, this is the big one. I want to try to watch more, quote-unquote, classic films. And when I, classic, I'm not talking, like, in high esteem. I'm talking like people, movies that people consider classics that I have not watched. Like, um, like right now, the first one I want to get to is First Blood. I have not watched that. Isn't like a grown up. I don't remember anything about First I Blood.
0: Don't remember it either. But I watched it when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. So like something like that. Like, um, I know like I've never seen the Godfather movies. Like, there's like oh. some of those like I have just not sat down and watched. So I want to try to challenge myself to watch stuff that I people you know, people hold up and they love. Godfather holds up pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, I just I, I figured because I always kind of end up sticking to what I know and end up watching the same thing over and over again. Um, like, I could watch Aliens on a Loop over and over again, or Hot Rod. Those are the two movies I could watch over and over again. Um, but I'm going to try to challenge myself to actually, like... like. So if there's things that you think that I would like that I don't normally go on my way to watch, I would totally If I can think
0: of something, I, I'll try and throw it your way. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well,
1: because I, I, I um, there was a topic I want to talk about later about, like, challenging um, us to, to reconsider media that we either didn't like to begin with or didn't understand, I don't know if this ties into it, but it's like there's a lot of like Kubrick stuff out there that I wasn't a big fan of the first time around. Right. So that might be a different type of topic, but it's kind of the same idea. No, that's it's a like, good topic. You know,
0: like like retrying.
1: Yeah. So I figured like challenging myself to sit down and watch some movies that I normally wouldn't watch. It's a good thing. So, um, yeah, that I think that's uh, I think that's going to do it um this time around. So, um, anything else? 2015. Um, R.I.P. Those people we love R.I.P. Arms. We, we we'll miss uh we'll a lot miss of arms. In, in 2015 <laughs> um but yeah and i know joe's going to go see the hateful eight tonight so i'm sure we'll talk about that next week uh because i have i have some interesting thoughts about that movie so i don't know if that's going to be the main bulk but we're going to talk about it
0: definitely talk about some tarantino
1: stuff yeah absolutely uh so all right people i hope you had a safe um holiday weekend and well actually it's still the weekend what am i talking about uh but just be safe have fun and, and make this the best year ever